Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So I'm going to start this whole thing of um, the Excellency Vault from uh, the Short Bear's Substack. The Short Bear is a man of excellence, man. as we all know, um, he started trading at a young age, I think like he was like, like 13 or something, and now he's in his mid-20s and, you know, absolute beast. So, like, of course, he has this substack. I signed up to the substacks. I, I read it. It's like a lot of times I have a lot of things to do, and so, like, I put it off. But, you know, it's it's one that needs to be read. And, you know, and what better way to stay updated and read stuff than to do a podcast on it? You know, this is one thing I've always done for my own trading is – um just uh always do podcasts you know like um, i did interviews i was uh i put myself up to the task of reading the books so like the authors that I invited the traders that I invited uh looked into their stuff their videos found out about things and then i had questions and i wrote the questions down and i would ask them and i learned a lot like that i re i internalized it um it, i own i own it mentally you know what i'm saying so like, uh, for example, today, uh, I referenced a podcast that I did like a year ago, not my pod, an interview that I did that I asked another trader. And I do that all the time. And like, that's because I retained the information because I did a podcast on it. So the podcast has benefited me the most, you know, because I have to like pay attention, focus to do it because I'm putting myself out there publicly and I get held accountable for that. So what better way to do the the excellency vault, which which the short bear did? Um, he basically analyzed all the greats. You got to study the greats, you know. I do that all the time, like outside of trading too, like with the like the greats, like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, I just finished uh, going over the book Winning by Tim Grover. You know, all the guys he's trained. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just Tom Brady, et cetera. All these people you that are just great, you know, just study them over and over. You got to do it like through repetition. Repetition creates millionaires. That's something that Tim Sykes told me a long time ago when I was a pure noob, you know, repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, so yeah, the, the short bear did this excellency vault at like, he wrote up really good research, like quick articles for his Substack, quick blogs of these um great traders you know and uh that's i'm sure he's he's studying them because he's you know he's not he wants to get to that level of being a like a market wizard you know like at sakota over here and like you got to study the greats you know what i mean so like he he went and wrote a summary of all the research he did and i'm pretty sure that summary is just a just the tip of the iceberg, you know what I mean? To he, he probably went deep down the rabbit hole, and there's a lot of information that he retained while he was creating this summary. You know, the same way I did um book reviews uh for the podcast, 
those book reviews that 10, 15 minutes, I mean, it's an idea of what I, what I read, the takeaways for me, um, that I put out for the podcast. But like, sometimes I read those books two or three times or an audio, I would listen to them two or three times. So there's a lot of information that's left out because like, you know, um, because it was a lot of information. I'm sure it's the same way with the short bear. So like, that's why it's good to do it. If, if you're, if, so I'm going to read, read, uh, the short bears articles, you know, uh, of, uh, the excellency vault and I'm doing it. So you can, uh, listen to it a couple of times. Maybe you put it multi- a faster speed on audio. I know I am. That's what I'm going to do is I'm straight up going to read it. So I'm basically doing like the audio version of his Substack, And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the short bear Substack. you know, um, this is meant for learning. I want to learn. I want to internalize what he's learned or his takeaways. This is a great trader. This is not to copy his Substack and to put it out. I know there's trolls out there. I think that this is to turn it into audio and retain the information because this is good, great information. And the way he organized it is, <coughs> is great too. So, <clears throat> oh man. So yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Also, before I get started, I want to mention the subscriptions are, I'm going to be doing a lot of trade reviews for the subscription subscribers on YouTube. The audio version of the podcast uh, subscription is going to be everything on, on uh, for the visual YouTube, but that one's going to be more because I record at home as well, like some, some thoughts, some journal thoughts. And so, yeah, whoever's interested, you can sign up for that. And um, and mostly, there's going to be a, a Friendly Bear Trading Conference, a one-day conference on Saturday, September 16th. And the Friday before, after the market hours, and Sunday after the conference, I'm going to give up. Whoever, whoever gets a ticket for the conference can come hang out, and I can give you a tour of uh, of the friendly bear podcast studio slash trading office and it's also macro jabber studio here at the u.s bank tower the tallest skyscraper in the west coast and um yeah there's there's a lot of stuff to do in this building so it's really cool just the the top floor especially there's a lot of stuff here but yeah it'd be really cool and i want to meet everybody so make sure you come to that 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 saturday of the conference is going to be pretty sick so i got sam degash coming from dubai and uh and and me we're going to be headlining it and uh it's going to be sick it's at a, a nearby quality uh venue and it's i'm looking forward to it but anyways let me get to ed Sakota now so we got ed Sakota. i'm going to go ahead and read it um five thousand dollars into 15 million by the short bear on june 12 2023 here's a photo of ed Sakota. Ed Sakota, a trading legend focused on psychology, performance, and success. Ed Sakota, although relatively unknown to the public and the financial community, is widely regarded as one of the greatest traders of our time. Out of all the traders I have studied, Ed ranks as the most quoted and influential trader of all. This is a remarkable achievement as the traders quoting him rank within the best performers in the world. To gain insight into his performance, here is the following. From 1972 until 1988, a customer account Ed took over starting with $5,000, had grown to over 250,000% on a cash-on-cash basis to $12 million. 
normalize for withdrawals, the account theoretically experienced gains of several million percent or to what it could have been over 100 million if liquidity was not a constraint. This track record is unmatched by any other trader over a similar length of time. Let's delve into Sakoda's timeline trading approach and lessons to uncover the secrets behind his success. Timeline. In the early 1970s, Sakoda was hired by a major brokerage firm where he developed the first commercial computerized trading system for managing clients' money in the future markets. Despite the profitability of his system, interference and second-guessing by management hindered his performance. This experience led to Sakoda leaving the firm and pursuing a trading on his own. Over the years, Sakoda applied a systematic approach to trading to manage a handful of accounts, including his own. Although relatively unknown to the public and financial community, Sakoda's influence on successful traders is, is significant. Michael Marcus, a successful trader himself, credits Sakoda as the person who transformed him into a successful trader. Sakoda's reputation for both his trading prowess and his intellectual capacity led to an interview request for a book project. Okay, before I continue, Michael Marcus is the guy that um, Jack Schwager interviewed first as the market wizard. And Sakoda, I believe, I remember I went to Dux's conference last year in April 2022, and Triforce Trader was there, and he mentioned Sakoda was one of his, um, what do you call it? Like, you know, he, he likes Sakoda a lot because uh, Sakoda's a systematic trader, and Triforce Trader creates algorithms. Matty Owens, shout out to Matty Owens. Okay, continuing. Sakoda's unique perspective. Oh, and by the way, Jack Schwager, Marco Marcus was leaving the office. I think it was Commodities Corp was the one. So Jack Schwager was was get just starting up at the office, and Marco Marcus was uh, packing his bags and leaving like shortly when Jack Schwager joined Commodities Corporation. I think that's what the firm was. Don't quote me. But yeah, interesting. You got to know your history. Study the greats. All right, Sakoda's unique perspective. Oh, hold up. Uh, where was I? Okay, yeah. Sakoda's unique perspective and combination of intelligence and sensitivity are evident. He holds a degree in electrical engineering from MIT and approaches trading with a scientific mindset. He developed numerous computer programs and analytical techniques, demonstrating his technical expertise. However, he also delved into the psychology of trading, showcasing his insights into human behavior. In recent years, Sakoda has become increasingly involved in psychology and its application in solving problems, suggesting that psychology and trading are inseparable in his view. Sakoda's success extends beyond trading. He has found meaning in his life and is living the life he wants. His involvement in psychology in later years seems to have become more important to him than market analysis and trading, indicating a shift in his interests and priorities. When asked about his entry into trading, Sakoda mentioned his initial involvement with silver and his fascination with how markets worked. How markets work. He learned about Richard Donchian's theories and trend following system that conducted computer tests to validate them. This research confirmed the potential for making money and trend following systems leading to Sakoda to pursue trading full time. Sakoda's first trading related job on Wall Street was an analyst covering the egg and broiler markets. Despite his position, he was given the responsibility of providing trading advice. Dissatisfied with the stifling environment and the lack of access to company computers for testing trading systems, Sakoda decided to quit and found another job where he could utilize computer department during weekends to test his trading systems. 
his research confirmed the profitability of the trend-following systems. Management recognized the potential of Sakota's research and supported him in developing the first large-scale commercial computerized trading system. However, interference from management, including second-guessing the systems, the system signals, impeded its performance. This meddling led Sakota to quit, along with other reasons such as management's desire for more active trading. This is when Ed finally starts his career as an independent money manager. The rest would go down in the history books. His approach, Ed Sakota's trading approach, can be characterized as systematic trading. He uses a computer program to generate signals for the next day and spends only a few minutes executing trades. His analytical techniques, combined with sensitivity and insight to human behavior, contribute to his success. Yeah, this. So basically, like uh, this guy, Malaxian is trying to be like this guy. Shout out to Malaxian. <laughs> you guys know. So Malaxian does that. He puts like a, an order in there and like plays tennis and then comes back and get, I don't know. He gets hit, he gets hit, he gets stopped out, he gets stopped out. Anyway, uh, I don't know too much about that. I'm just kind of assuming. But anyway, back to back to this. Okay, so according to Ed, trading requires discipline approach. Backing. Backed by a strong set of principles and rules, his trading philosophy revolves around key principles such as cutting losses, writing winners, and adhering to rules. Let us dig into some of Ed's most famous quotes and lessons. Okay, cut losses and maximize gains. The trading rules I live by are, number one, cut losses. Number two, ride winners. Number three, keep bets small. Number four, follow the rules without question. Number five, know when to break the rules. Okay. Ed emphasizes the importance of cutting losses promptly. He cautions that failure to do so can lead to catastrophic losses. By implementing proper risk management strategies, traders can protect their capital and preserve their ability to participate in future opportunities and maximize their potential. As Sakota stated, risk no more than you can afford to lose and risk enough so that a win is meaningful. Traders should strike a balance between risk and reward to ensure that winning trades outweigh losses. It is only the sum of these parts that allow true outperformance. Ed has a clear opinion on size and advises. Risk no more than you can afford to lose and also risk enough so that the win is meaningful. Okay, and there's a chart over here. Optimal performance, stress, anxiety, and performance. So performance on the left, stress, anxiety on the X, what do you call it? No, no. I guess that's the x-axis, performance on the y-axis, optimal performance, um, you know, at the top, aligned with stress and anxiety. Anyways, yeah, take a look at this. It's going to be on the YouTube. Um, okay. Charting and market analysis. In order of importance to me are, number one, the long-term trend. Number two, the current chart pattern. Number three, picking a good spot to buy or sell. Essakota's approach to charting focuses on identifying the long-term trend, current chart patterns. He recognizes that the trends can provide valuable insights into market direction. By combining technical analysis with proper timing, traders can increase the probability of successful trades. As Ed beautifully puts it, the trend is your friend except at the end where it bends. Traders should be cautious of trend reversals and adapt their strategies accordingly. Risk management and money management. The elements of good trading are, number one, cutting losses, number two, cutting losses, number three, cutting losses. If you can follow these three rules, you may have a chance. 
Ed's emphasis on cutting losses underscores the importance of risk management. Properly managing risk is essential to long-term trading success. Additionally, he advises, if you can't take a small loss sooner or later, you will take the mother of all losses. Psychology of trading. Dramatic and emotional trading experiences tend to be negative. Pride is a great banana peel, as are hope, fear, and greed. My biggest slip-ups occurred shortly after I got emotionally involved with positions. Ed recognizes the psychological challenges that traders face. Emotions such as pride, hope, fear, and greed can cloud judgment and lead to poor decision-making. Successful traders understand the importance of staying disciplined, avoiding emotional attachments to positions, and sticking to their trading plans. Ed Sakota advises, it's all about sticking to your plan and experiencing feelings as they arise. If you are unwilling to feel your feelings, the temptation is to avoid them by jumping off your system. Oh, man, that's crazy. Okay, let's go over that again. Ed recognizes a psychological challenge that traders face. Emotions such as pride, hope, fear, and greed can cloud judgment and lead to poor decision-making. Successful traders understand the importance of staying disciplined, avoiding emotional attachments to positions, and sticking to their trading plans. Ed Sakota advises, it's all about sticking to your plan and experiencing the feelings as they arise. If you are unwilling to feel your feelings, the temptation is to avoid them by jumping off your system. Adaptability, adaptability to market, no, no, adaptability and market observation. If you want to know everything about the market, go to the beach. Push and pull your hands with the waves. Some are bigger waves, some are smaller. But if you try to push the wave out when it's coming in, it'll never happen. The market is always right. Sakura encourages traders to observe the market and adapt to its movements. Just as surfers read waves, traders should sense market opportunities and act at the right time. The market is constantly changing and successful traders understand the need to flow with its rhythm rather than resisting it. As Sakura astutely notes, trends become more apparent as you step further away from the chart. I hope this overview helps you understand the key principles Ed used to dominate the playing field for so long. Okay, let's see. Anything else from this guy? Oh, okay, there's more. Okay. All right. Win or lose, everybody gets what they want out of the market. Some people seem to like to lose, so they win by losing money. Man, this this is like a freaking gem right here. Let me repeat that. Win or lose, everybody gets what they want out of the market. Some people seem to like to lose, so they win by losing money. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Anyway, that's a crazy one. That's another that could be a whole freaking podcast. Um, I gotta put that in the notes. Let me let me I'll 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 write that later. I'll I'm I'm gonna make a whole podcast on that right there. This would be a successful blog if we did this would not be a successful blog if we did not address the deepest trading quote of all times. Throughout my trading career from beginner to a decade later, this comment made by Essakota as part of this Market Wizards interview has had the deepest impact on my journey. It embodies the ethos of the struggle we face as traders and provide and portrays our rawest, rawest truth. It is and will be felt by every trader that has had the pleasure and pain to embark onto the adventure. This concept was explored by Freud a century ago and helps us understand the concept of the unconscious mind and its influence on human behavior, desires, and motivations. Sigmund Freud's theories often emphasize the significance of unconscious process 
in shaping an individual's thoughts, emotions, and actions. It is certainly possible to believe that the vast majority of human beings live without having ever reflected on what they are doing and live instead as though they knew exactly what they are doing. The question of lay analysis, 1926. Yeah, it looks like uh, uh, Short Bear is going outside of uh, the research and relating it to Freud. So you got to read this stuff. You're not going to get this in Margaret Wizards. Okay. Um, Margaret Wizards is good, by the way, but you got to read other stuff too on these greats. Okay, so as the quote, quote reflects his understanding of human behavior and the role of the market in fulfilling people's desires, even if those desires may seem counterintuitive. In this statement, Sakota suggests that everyone ultimately achieves their desired outcome, regardless of whether they win or lose in the market. Wow. You know, like with, uh, I see some people, they want pity, so they, 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 they engineer a way to lose so they can get pity. It's fucking, it's fucking disgusting. But um, it, that's a terrible mindset, to lose money in order to feel a certain emotion. Oh, man, to get pity. You know, anyway. um. Sakota, that's going to be another podcast. I'm going to go deep into that one. All right, so Sakota points out that there are individuals who consciously or unconsciously prefer losing money in the market. Although it may seem paradoxical, these individuals find some form of satisfaction or fulfillment through their losses. It could be due to psychological factors such as self-sabotage, a need for punishment, or even a distorted perception of, of success. By acknowledging this phenomenon, Sakota highlights the complexity of human desires and motivations when it comes to trading and investing. It serves as a reminder that the market can reveal not only our aspirations for profit, but also our deeper psychological needs and behaviors. In essence, Sakota's quote suggests that success or failure in the market is not solely determined by financial outcomes, but also by individuals aligning their actions with their underlying desires, whether consciously or unconsciously. It underscores the importance of self-awareness, introspection, and understanding one's motivations when engaging in financial endeavors. It highlights the absolute need for introspection work, such as journaling, discussing, analyzing, and more in order to align the self with your values and deep desires. Overall, Sakota's quotes, uh, Sakota's quote sheds light on the intricate relationship between human psychology, desires, and values, and the outcomes we experience in the market emphasizing that everyone ultimately gets what they truly want, even if the manifestation of those desires may appear contradictory or unexpected. Thanks for reading The Excellency Vault. Subscribe for free to receive new posts and support my work. Final thoughts. Hetzakota's influence on the trading community is undeniable. His remarkable track record, combined with insightful lessons, has made him a legendary figure in the world of trading. Sakota's success is rooted in his disciplined approach, risk management strategies, and ability to adapt to market conditions. Sakota's emphasis on charting and market analysis highlights the significance of identifying long-term trend and ch current chart patterns. By understanding market direction and timing trades accordingly, traders can increase their chance of success. Proper risk and money management are crucial elements of Sakota's approach. He advises risking an amount that is both meaningful and within one's affordability. This balance ensures that winning traders, winning trades outweigh losses and con contributes to long-term profitability. The psychology of trading plays a significant role in Sakota's philosophy and is the reason why he remains a teacher of masters in the trading world. 
Moreover, the fact is that Ed was not only able to rank as the best teacher, but also the best performer that puts him in a completely different ranking altogether. Lastly, Sakota's emphasis on adaptability and market observation is a valuable lesson. The market is constantly changing and successful traders must be able to adapt to its movements. By understanding market opportunities and flowing with the rhythm of markets of, of the market, traders can position themselves for success. Ed Sakota shared and still shares the most information about becoming a successful trader out of the top traders basket. If you aspire to be a successful trader or want to learn more, check out the frequently asked questions on his website where you can be answering questions since 2003. Okay, then we have, uh, you know, the the, num the the rankings here. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven compound annual return in years, 60% over 30 years. Compound annual return in years. Oh, that was it. Okay, 30. Um, I don't know if this is like an order, but it's it's pretty sick. So what I'm reading is it. For 30 years, he had 60%. That's pretty crazy. Um, compound interest. Uh, I think I get that. So basically, a few bucks to <laughs> to a lot of money. Okay. Um, yeah, Short Bear Substack is sick, man. You got to subscribe to it. Um, getting the word out more on this thing. This this deserves a lot, of, you know, a lot more time. The Excellency Vault, just the name alone. The excellence of all excellence. I'm all about excellence. What about you guys? So you got to be about excellence. You want to be. You want to get good at trading. Get good at be just everything concerned with excellence. So, anyways, um, it is Friday. I'm still at the office at 7 p.m. here in the West Coast, which is 10 p.m. in the East Coast, and I'm wrapping it up for the day. Very productive day and a very good week. I had a great week. Um. I don't know, like 30 grand this week, something like that. Pretty sick. Anyways, I love trading and I'm looking to get better more, more and more every day. And um, I will go down the list of the, of the excellency vault. I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.